When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's definitely going to be different not having those matchups that you would expect every year. Because the NHL drafts like 17-year-olds. The NHL has to tread the water really carefully. Like, they don't even have a goalie. Like, what is, what is the draw? But going into this year because of the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. But Where is this going? Oh so, no, so listen, hear me out. It's going somewhere. It's, it's just not part of hockey. Like, really looks like that weird dad I don't want me to pick up from school. Like, Welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. Hello, hello, and welcome to Slapshot Sweethearts. I'm Shan. You will see that I am missing my stellar co-host Meg today. She is under the weather, but we are joined by Boston Bruins prospect Matt Philippe today. Matt, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for hopping on. We're really happy to have you. Uh, before we get started uh, and hop into the, how this season went, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how your offseason is going so far? Yeah, so a little bit about me. Uh, I'm actually from Linfield, Massachusetts. So um, I grew up a Bruins fan. Um, I went to high school at Malden Catholic, played three years there. And then my senior year, I went out to the USHL and played for the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders. Uh, from there, um, I went to Northeastern University. I played four years there. And from there, um, I was a free agent after uh, playing four years at Northeastern, originally drafted by Carolina. But um, I decided as a free agent to sign with the Bruins last summer. So, um, you know, obviously, like you said, it was, you know, it was a little bit of a weird year. But, um, you know, it was a good first year pro for me, good experience to get that uh, first, however many games, 20-ish games under my belt, and um, this summer is going good. I'm um, just recovering from an upper body injury, so I've been training um, and getting back on the ice a little bit and uh, finally getting back into things, so the summer's been going good so far. That's awesome. I know I mentioned a little bit, um, but you had a really great campaign with Northeastern, obviously a hometown team. Um, how ha- was that big stage? You guys had a really successful career, like I said, um, and at a young age, it must've been a really exciting experience, particularly playing for a town back in Boston. Yeah, it was great. Um, 
<clears throat> I mean, like, like I said, I grew up in, in Linfield, so I was around the bean pot a lot growing up. Um, my dad went to Northeastern, so, you know, he was always bringing me into games when I was a kid at Matthews Arena. And, and that was really my first dream was to play at Northeastern and um, to be a part of a great program there for four years. And, and we had a lot of success. So, uh, you know, to, to be along that ride w with all those guys, <clears throat> guys on that team, excuse me, it was uh, it was awesome. And, and like I said, growing up watching Northeastern Matthews Arena and being around the bean pot, just being a local kid, it was really special to be a part of it. Yeah, and obviously we started uh, a little bit as well. You were drafted in the third round by the Carolina Hurricanes, but you ended up signing with, once again, the hometown Boston Bruins. How was that experience? Obviously it was a little bit of a weird year, but going from the draft to then signing with another team. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, – you know, I have nothing but great things to say about Carolina. I went down there every summer uh, for development camp. Their faculty and staff were great to me. And um, Sergey Samsonov was a guy who I talked to a lot. He was, um, you know, he worked with them. And, and I would keep in contact with him a lot when I was at Northeastern. So that was also pretty cool for me because he was a guy I looked up to when he played for the Bruins growing up. So to have him as a resource when I was with Carolina and, and during college was really cool. And then um, yeah, after my senior year, obviously the COVID break happened and, um, you know, there was a, a big pause with everything. And, you know, before I knew it, it was August and I was eligible to be a free agent. So, uh, sort of just the way things happen, I was looking at, um, different teams and, and trying to figure out where the best fit might be for me. Um, you know, just because the opportunity came. So it wasn't something that I was looking towards signing with a different team or anything through college it just kind of happened the way the way COVID and, and the break and everything came about so um yeah it was it was you know I had great experiences down <clears throat> down in Carolina at development camps and um but like I said I was thrilled um to sign with Boston and be a part of that organization and um you know when that opportunity came up it was just a you know I was so happy and um you know, I, I was I was happy with the first year and how things went. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to get going for next year. Yeah. So your rookie campaign actually shifted a little bit between the Jacksonville Icemen and then obviously the Providence Bruins. How did that go? You know, those decisions back and forth. You only spent a couple days games down in Jacksonville before you came back up to Providence. And then, like you said, you were injured a little bit and the campaign was shortened to begin with. So, again, yeah. a little bit of a crazy season there. Yeah, so the the stint down in Jacksonville was more of a conditioning thing for a couple of us. I went down there with uh, Jack Ashan, who um, he was in Providence with me up in Boston for a bit this year too, and uh, Kyle Kaiser was down there in Callum Booth, and um, you know that was more of a conditioning thing for Jack and I because we hadn't played since the college season, uh, and that was obviously like I said, just such a long pause. So they wanted us to get some games in and get a little bit of taste of pro hockey before Boston's training camp. So uh, Jack and I went down there and played in a couple of games together and uh, came up for training camp and uh, training camp was a little bit shorter than usual, but that was a great experience for me to just be around some of those guys and, um, you know, be a warrior and, and just be a part of that whole experience. My first experience as a Bruin really. So, uh, training camp went well. And then, um, yeah, from pro down in Providence, it was a little bit strange not being able to play at the Dunkin' Donuts Center and playing in Marlboro, where I grew up playing my youth hockey. So that was a little bit weird uh, for my first year pro skating at a rink where I used to play growing up. So, um, but yeah, it, I think I made the most of it. You know, our team, we had a great team, great coaches, and 
Um, you know, it was obviously weird just playing two teams for the most part, but, um, you know, it was nice to win the Atlantic division as they, as they say. So, uh, to get that win in that last game, even though I wasn't, um, playing in it, it was pretty cool to see all the guys and how fired up they were. And, um, you know, just to be rewarded, um, for, for the hard work and the sacrifices we made through the, the old, the, the short season. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a good first year. I learned a lot and, I'm excited for things to get back to normal now. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up the coaching staff since uh, the Bruins have seen both Providence and Boston have seen some coaching changes now that Seattle has joined the league and Providence has lost their head coach. Um, so you guys will have to make some adjustments there going into next season. Uh, do you think that'll be a big adjustment for you guys or do you guys think that that'll be something that you guys can shift pretty quickly from? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I haven't heard anything about who the new head coach might be, but um, you know, I think when you have the guys in the room that we have, it looks like we have coming back. Um, I think it'll be an easy transformation. I think, um, obviously we're going to miss Leachy. He was great. Um, great for the players, great for the team. And, you know, I couldn't be more happy for him. He, he totally deserves that opportunity in Seattle, but, um, yeah, whoever comes in, whether, I, I don't know if it's going to be an assistant coach from our team this year, Ryan Mujanel or Trent Woodfield or someone from the outside. I think whoever it is, we're going to, um, you know, I think we should make it an easy transition just because some of the guys we have coming back, some of the older guys and guys who were on the team last year, I think, um, you know, we, we had a pretty tight knit group. So I think whoever comes in as coach, I think, um, you know, the, the guys will be, you know, I think it'll be a pretty easy transformation just because the guys we have in the room. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you mentioned a little bit that you've been rehabbing an injury, but in terms of some of the other things that you've been doing in this offseason to prepare for the fall, since it's coming pretty quickly, I know that the AHL had a bit of a longer offseason than the NHL did, but it's coming very fast. So, I mean, what have you been doing so far right now to get ready to prepare for what's coming up in the next month or so? Yeah, so I've been uh, working out at Mike Boyle Strength and Conditioning in Woburn, Mass. Um, that's a place where I've trained pretty much every off season my whole life since high school and um, skating with Kim Branvold who's the, the Bruins um, skills coach. He's a guy who I've skated with for a long time too. Even before he was with the Bruins, he, um, you know, he ran a lot of skill sessions in the greater Boston area. So um, it's something that's worked for me my whole career. So I've kind of just stuck with that. So um, that's, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Yeah. Yeah, that's great that you've been able to stick with it from, you know, high school onwards since you haven't had to go very far. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, being from Boston, you're not only a prospect and up, an up-and-coming player, but you're also a fan. So what did you think of the Boston Bruins season, you know, so, so far, how they did not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs, you know, as much as you can speak to it from a fan's perspective? Yeah, it was, it was, it was great to see the, um, you know, the success they had and, Obviously, you want to see them win the Stanley Cup, but it's, as everyone knows, fans, players, it's just so hard to do. So, um, you know, I think all the guys in that room are, they're very motivated for next year. And um, yeah, I think just like you said, as a fan, it was, it was, you know, great to see how much success they had. Obviously, you want to see them go farther, but um, yeah, I think it, you know, I think it'll just make everyone more motivated for next year. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Boston as well, so it was tough to see them get knocked out, but I'm looking forward to next season as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, and so, I mean, as a player going into next season, what are your goals going into next year? Obviously, your rookie year, as you said, was a little bit unconventional, but this one should be 
you know, knock on wood, more normal. So what are you kind of setting as a standard for yourself or as a goal for yourself that, you know, barring any issues, you can kind of meet or set? Yeah, I think for me, it's just getting better every day. I think um, getting adjusted to, you know, the the pro lifestyle a little bit more next year because I think it'll, like I said, hopefully be back to normal a little bit. I think I missed out on some of that this year and on what a normal season would look like. So I just want to soak it all in really it'll be my first full pro season and um i just want to get better every day and and do whatever i can to help whatever team i'm playing for win so i think uh for me it's just taking it day by day and um just trying to get better you know a little bit better every day and um kind of soak everything in because like i said it'll you know last year was a little bit weird next year will be my first real pro season with you know fans and traveling and more condensed schedule and all that stuff so uh, for me, I just want to soak it all in, learn from some of the older guys like I did last year. And uh, for myself, just try and get better every day, get better as a player. And, um, you know, it's cliche stuff, but I think, um, you know, that's probably that's that's going to be my mindset. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we've spoken to a couple guys uh, that are either in the AHL or trying to knock into the NHL in the next coming season. And it's really great to hear what you guys are uh forward in this normal season moving forward so yeah we really appreciate you coming on and chatting with us we're excited to see what the season holds again being from boston i'm really excited i grew up going to providence games so excited to see what your season has moving forward uh let everybody know where they can find you on social media uh just at m philippe four um yeah i don't i don't use it that much nowadays but if you um oh, if you're in, if you're interested a little bit um, yeah, just at M Philippe four, my uh, last name is spelt right there. So you can find me there. Awesome. And if you guys are new with us, make sure that you check us out on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you have not yet, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We are trying to do off season interviews for all 32 NHL teams. So make sure you check us out. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us, Matt. Once again, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.